Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hi, welcome to the podcast. I am Joe Posnanski, and with me is Michael Shore. Michael, welcome. Thank you for having me, Joe. You are so welcome. You don't sound great. You don't sound at the top of I'm your not. game. I'm at the I'm at the lower third of my game right now. <laughs> this is I have this. It's not COVID. I don't have COVID. Okay. I have a virus of some kind. Maybe this RSV thing everybody keeps talking about. Yeah. But I'm on like day eight. Ugh. It is just like congestion and coughing and can't sleep and head full of concrete it's well, know, terrible look i knew you didn't have covid because you can't give it to me so so I that's clearly, right clearly you didn't have covid i time my covid for when i know i'm about to see you <laughs> so i can pass it along to the so you can pass it along to me exactly no it stinks but you know what you my friend are the patrick mahomes of podcasting you're you're it wasn't like you were like hey i'm not at the, my best Nobody was taking you out of your game. Nobody. This is this is game six. I'm Jordan. This is my game six. <laughs> this man. is Michael Jordan. I mean, I'm or not... Joe, Joe Montana and the uh, Cotton Bowl, right? That's right. That's right. I there's no way I'm missing this. It's too important. <laughs> the work we do is too crucial and vital to the fabric of society. This is, after all, America's number one sports podcast. As America's number one sports cop, you just can't miss it. You just can't. No, this so is we... not optional. <laughs> That's that's our new tagline right there. This is not optional. This is that not is, optional. This is not that's optional. Right. All right, so we are going to open. Uh, we we've got some surprises today. We got some open. We're going to open some more more cards and and talk about some stuff like this. Uh, I think there are a couple things we should do first. First of all, we should tell everybody that the podcast ALS fundraiser, uh, which is over at www.gofundme.com/slash podcast. I don't know why I put the www in front. Nobody does that anymore. Everyone that knows at this point in history that www is the beginning of URLs. Yeah, of URLs. You don't have to do that. GoFundMe.com slash podcast. We um we are it's it's ending. The the uh we are going to end this. I think. Well, we said February first. We might because this is probably going to come out right around February first. Maybe we'll we'll make, you know let it go to the end of the week. What do you think? We'll let it go. Why don't so- we say Friday officially? So we're recording this on January thirty first. Tomorrow is Wednesday, February first. Why don't we say February third? Friday, February third. Friday, February third is at be midnight. Night. Is the end? Yeah, of the, we're we're going to cut down. Yeah. We have raised more than $60,000. Whoa! Whoa! I mean, if we had like one of those, like a timpani, we would just have the little drum thing going. More than $60,000 that we've raised. We are donating a chunk ourselves. And uh, we also have uh, the Tops baseball card company have you heard of them have you heard of the tops i have baseball heard card? tell of the tops baseball card company yes what <laughs> they about are making they are making a donation as well so 
Uh, and there's and and I've been told by the uh, by the way all of the money is going to the Eleanor and Lou Gehrig ALS uh, Center, and I've been told by the ALS Center that uh, some people have donated directly to them. So, uh, oh, great. so we, yeah, so we've actually uh, it's it's well over sixty thousand dollars, which is incredible, just incredible. You people. Okay, so sixty thousand dollars is going to the Eleanor and Lou Gehrig ALS Center. How much is going to the Eleanor and Lou Gehrig ALCS Center, which Correct. studies the feasibility of nine game ALCSs? What I've told them is I want twenty percent to go to good. the ALCS Center. Don't you? Okay, think? good. I, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. That's right. Look, it's 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 a couple of things. One. It's the it's going to nine games, possibly going to nine games, and, and right. looking at the you know the feasibility and all of that, mm -hmm. and also um, the the possibility of ending games instead of having extra innings, ending games with a home run derby. Those are the those are the two things that they're really studying over at the. ALCS. There's a lot of things though. They they have a whole neutral site committee. To That's determine right. Determine whether it'd be better to, to That's have right. the ALCS at a neutral site. There's, That's right. There's a television rights committee. Like they, they do incredible work at the Eleanor Lugaria ALCS Center. You know ALCS what? And, and important work. Really important well, work. I'm not saying research into ALS, a debilitating and terrible disease that has no known cure or treatment, isn't important. Of course right. it is. Of course it is. I would just say additionally important <laughs> is studying. The construction and the execution of the American League Championship Series, how yes. it's put together, how it's run, and ways we can make it better. There, it's two different things that are—it's right. apples and oranges. They're both important. You know what's amazing is the shoddy work that they're doing at the NLCS. Center. Oh, they are horrible. Get your get your act together, <laughs> NLCS Center. You guys are pathetic. They've Terrible. had no break, no breakthroughs at all in Not the last one. hundred years. All they're doing is copying everything that they're doing at the ALCS Center at this point. You, you know, know what? You, shut it down. Just shut it. Shut down. it down. Mark my words. There's going to be an incredible piece of investigative journalism written about <laughs> the the lack of leadership at the NLCS Center. Well, I think I think there have been some uh, some malfeasance. I'm not. Look, I don't know. We I can't report that. that. We no, can't. We can't no. say that's just a, that's our gut feeling. There, our gut there's feeling been some is fraud. Fraud over at the NLCS Center, but the ALCS Center, uh, very exciting. The ALS Center, obviously, uh, incredibly exciting. And what we've been doing, I think, uh, if, if this is the first time you've ever listened, welcome. What we've been doing is we've been opening up cards, um, mm -hmm. old cards uh, on, on the podcast. We opened up old baseball cards last time with Tom Haberstroh. We opened up old basketball cards. And what we are doing is we are giving away. Uh, the cards of your choice. We are we are having a lottery mm -hmm. uh, where we are giving away lots and lots and lots of prizes. We can't even keep up with all of the prizes. Yeah. At this point. So, so let, let's do a quick review of the prizes. So the yes. idea here was that uh, you generously offered. That's right. To write five essays. No one one the, essay. <laughs> no, <laughs> you. I remember specifically you. You were the one who was like, I'll do five. No, I, uh, I don't think so. So yeah. the idea was going to be, the prizes would be this. The prizes would be, you get to pick any card that we open. That's right. You you get to Joe Posnanski, 14-time winning Pulitzer Prize <laughs> author, Joe That's Posnanski. Right. That's right. Will write you a, a Baseball 100-style essay about that player. So you pick Bob Horner. Joe Posnanski writes you a Bob Horner essay on a typewriter. So you That's are the right. only one in the person who owns this essay. That's right. Right. It, and it, it's suitable for framing is what suitable for framing. And yes. as a, a true keepsake. And the idea was going to be, OK, you get the card, you get the essay, you get a copy of Joe's book signed, you get a copy of my book signed. That's right. Then all these other people started throwing a in prizes. Bunch, a bunch so of other people started. Joking. Jonathan Eig, author of Luckiest Man, uh, the Lou Gehrig uh, biography was like, I'll give you a signed book. Jason Kander. Yes. 
who uh, wrote an excellent book was like, I'll give you a signed copy of my That's book. That's right. Other people have been tossing in other prizes. So now I think what we're going to need to do is is make up. We want to give away as many prizes. We don't want to consolidate all of these prizes into just five people because we no, want to spread right. the wealth that's around. Right. So that's right. we have additional prizes, which we will the next time when we do the drawing, yes. we will name all of the prizes and then we will pick a person to win that prize. So in order to so and there are there are like high value baseball cards that are being donated to us. That's right. There are. Um, there are additional signed books, signed memorabilia. There's all sorts of stuff. So to enter yourself, to make yourself eligible for the prize by Friday at midnight, you need to send an email, one email per person, please, to podcastraffle at gmail.com. And the only thing we ask, just by sending the emails, you you're you are entered. But that's right. The main the the top prize was going to be this Derek Jeter prize package thing. That's right. Which, is, which we're still giving. I'm just not sure if it's the top, if it can be even considered <laughs> the top prize anymore. That's right. But there's a Derek Jeter prize package, which is a Derek Jeter rookie card. Yes. Worth uh, could be worth a couple hundred bucks. There's a signed Derek Jeter baseball and a Derek Jeter jersey. Yes. So if you don't want to be entered in that raffle, you need to indicate to us that you don't want that prize. By writing something negative about Derek Jeter in right. your email, which I would say one out of every two people has done, have done. We've gotten, I mean, should be been, should be a hundred percent, but right. I'll go been, with fifty percent. We have been flooded with uh, with with um, people entering the the, and everybody understands that the the raffle will shut down on Friday as well. Yeah, and, and we are it is separate from the uh from the fundraiser because gofundme said no you can't make it one thing so right. it is it is separate from i want let me repeat it's separate from the fundraiser uh but we hope that if you enter the raffle love. you're also the kind of person who might <laughs> go right. and chip in a few that's, bucks that's right. right that's exactly right but yes so you can also let us know about that i think we're going to actually add a couple of really cool prizes today because we're going to try something uh new here on the podcast and um, so, yeah, there are a lot of prizes. I honestly don't know how we are going to actually do this and like actually get all these prizes out to people. But we'll we figure will. it out. We but will. We, and and we hope very much that we have Sarah Langs with us to select the winners and to go over the prizes. We don't know if the timing is going to work out, but we're hoping that she will come back on the podcast. Yes. We, we bought some special baseball cards to open with her. That's right. From, from the 2006 season. Because that was her favorite Mets team was the 2006 Mets. That's right. So we're hoping that she gets to come back on. We can open up some silly cards with her and also choose all the winners and, and give away. We will have, I would say at this point, it's simp it's it's true and factual to say we will have dozens of prizes. Oh, yeah. There are going to be a win. lot of winners. There are going to be a yeah. lot of winners. Because you, we, we should mention, since he was just on the podcast, uh, among the prizes will be a, uh, a special uh, video uh, sent to you by our good friend Tom Haberstroh. Uh, right. where, where he is going to choose your player that you choose. You will get the card and you will choose the player and he will send you a a video of himself talking about that player, giving you right. stats. It's going to be... If you choose, if you choose a basketball uh, player, right? Uh, or is yeah, it if you choose a basketball... Too? That's I think right. it's basketball only for him, yeah. I think it's basketball only for him, although he would do baseball. I, look... Tom Tom will do anything. Tom is Tom is very much into into what we're doing here. So anyway, two things. One, if you want to enter the raffle, if you want to donate, please do. Um, we are we are going to uh, have to end this thing Friday, February third. So 
Donate at GoFundMe.com slash podcast. Enter the contest at podcastraffle at gmail.com. Just send us an email. You don't have to say anything in it, although many of you have, have been very generous and, and uh, offer prizes and done all sorts of cool stuff. We are we are still, we will struggle to get through all of it, uh, but uh, it's going to be great. There are going to be a lot of prizes. They're going to be yeah. awesome. It's going to be so much fun. So all of that's great. So I think that's the first thing. We got that out of the way. We are going to open cards in a minute. But I think before we do that, we should, I don't know, do our Super Bowl preview. Don't we usually do a Super Bowl, Super Bowl preview? Who cares about the Super Bowl? I have a different question for you. Oh, okay. Um, move on. Okay. Next week to do Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Preview. Yeah, we get, it's like now... The the championship games are held in each league, and then there's what like an 18 week break. That's right, 18 weeks. Bowl. That's right. Let's talk about the Baseball Hall of Fame. Oh, that's what I, like I want. It. That's what I want to talk to you about. Okay, I so, like it. Jay Jaffe, who does great work over there at Fangraphs, yes. uh, wrote an article. It's you can read it now at uh, the Fangraphs blog. It's called "Big Comebacks and Easy Calls: The Next Five Years of Baseball Writers Association of America Hall of Fame Elections." So nice. he basically goes through. He breaks down like who's eligible, who are the new folks who are eligible every year, who he thinks is going to get in, who isn't going to get in, et cetera, et cetera. So I just want to go year by year and talk about some folks who we think are are shoe-ins, who is on the fence, who Great. isn't going to make it, et cetera. Okay. 2024. Okay. New, newcomers. Adrian Beltre. Yes. Chase Utley. Yes. Joe Maurer. Yes. David Wright. Okay. And Bartolo Colon. So, and then the top holdovers will be Helton Wagner, Andrew Jones, Sheffield, and Beltran. Who of the newcomers is getting in? Who of the holdovers is getting in from that list? All right, well, I'll start. I'll do the first year. You do the second year. All right, so among the newcomers, let's talk about them. Look, Locke, all-time Locke is Adrian Beltre. He's he's going in with 97%, 96%, some crazy amount. Total Locke, one of the great third basemen of all time, 3,000 hits. Um all the gold gloves, you know, one of the best defensive players ever, any position, deadlock. And hilarious, awesome, so great. Delightful human delightful being. Delightful yeah. human being. He's He's got his own moment in this book that I'm writing that I haven't told you about called Why We Love Baseball. There'll be a moment in there for, for Adrian Beltre. So um, awesome. So he's in. All right. Gets a little trickier after this among the newcomers. I think Joe Maurer gets in. I don't think he gets in first year necessarily. I think long-term Joe Maurer gets in. Joe Maurer in his prime before uh, the concussions and things started going wrong for him. Uh, fantastic. fantastic, Best player in baseball kind of fantastic. You know, there yeah. uh, won the MVP in 09, could have won it a couple times uh, elsewhere. First American League catcher to win the batting title and forever and if if ever and and, you know, won a gold glove. I mean, he was just incredible and then the last few years of his career uh yeah he was a first baseman didn't hit with a lot of power still still delivered some put up some numbers but i'd say that core few years of him as a catcher no catcher lasts very long anyway uh except for like yvonne rodriguez or whatever fisk and pudge yeah yeah both pudges right if you're not nicknamed pudge you don't last that long yeah baboon i guess uh yachty lasted a long time but i so i think he's gonna get in i just don't think first term utley is the one that i'm really 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 interested in because i kind of think chase utley's a hall of famer and really yeah yeah i i've I've, i haven't really dived in full full force on him yet i think he was great i think he was a tremendously underrated defensive player uh he was a terrific hitter um you know 
it's 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 tough. He's he's borderline, but I think he's a guy that I think could could start pretty slow and really work his way up. I I think he's a guy that has a chance to do that. David Wright is a is great player, and I don't think he's got a chance at the Hall of Fame, but I do think he's probably going to stay on the ballot. And I think it had a few breaks come his way. David Wright's in the Hall of Fame. I think I I think he had an unlucky career with the injuries, and uh, he was great. I mean, he was he at his best was one of the best players in baseball. So uh, I I don't think it's quite enough to get him to the Hall of Fame, but I think he's he's a guy that's going to be interesting to talk about and then Bartolo is in the Hall of Fame of of hilarious players yeah. right like that and 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 should be so and that's, and do you think Helton gets in he was so close this year do you think I, he sneaks in next year too? I think so I mean it was 11 votes short this year right so I think he's got enough but honestly the way that this thing works new players come on the ballot and sometimes old players kind of get forgotten. I mean, that's happened in the past. I've written about that. That happened like Jim Bunning. Jim Bunning was like four votes short and, and never came close because a bunch of good pitchers came on the ballot. So I don't know. Do people take Todd Helton off so they could, so they could vote for Utley or do they, you know, do they uh, Beltran is a very interesting guy next year. I think there will be those that'll be like, yeah, one year punishment for Beltran, right. but but I'll vote for him next year. Do they stop voting for Helton to vote for Beltran? I don't know. Um, I think he's going to get in next year, but shaky, shaky. What do you think? I uh, generally agree. I mean, Beltran in a walk. Maurer, I think might get in. I think Maurer might get in next year. Maurer won three batting titles as a catcher. He did. That's pretty, it's pretty it's, crazy, man. Yeah, like nobody does that. Like nobody. Yeah, does I mean, he the last, the second half of his career, like you said, he's like a okay first baseman, but so good as a catcher defensively and offensively. Yeah. I think he might sneak in there if he doesn't. He'll get really close. I think Helton gets the next year. I think Beltran uh, creeps forward. I, I Utley and and Bart. I think Utley and Bartolo both are like veterans committee guys. Like you know, like down the line. I think maybe they get in. I maybe Bart- Utley gets. I don't think Bartolo is going to be a veterans. Guy. I think he I, will I just because people will be like, ah, I love that guy. I'd love to hear him give a talk. I'd like to hear him give a talk. That that is true. And see if he could. The crazy, the, the off, the sad thing about Utley, he like didn't become a regular till he was in his mid to late twenties. That's right. Like that's, that's right. that that that's the real bummer about that guy. He's like if he. If circumstances were different, I mean, this is the same with everybody, but yeah, but but he, that's right. Twenty six years old, he was, yeah, and, and it was like he was a first round pick. It wasn't like it wasn't like they didn't know he he was a big time prospect or anything. There was yeah. no reason for him to get buried in the minors. But he, he kinda, might, if he had you know three three more years in his in his early mid twenties, he might have twenty five hundred hits or something and be more of a shoe it's, anyway. It's actually interesting when you look at his at his minor leagues, you're like wondering like why did it take so long for him to to get in there? I mean, he was drafted at 21. You would have thought he, he was he started in low A, which is weird because he came out of college, right? Didn't they draft him out of out of uh If he's 21, I'm she must have come out of college, yeah. Yeah, I think he it was but I mean like he was a good like he went to UCLA or something. And then he only advanced to to high A ball, then he had 2 years in triple A. That's actually weird that that yeah. they didn't move him more quickly. I still think he's got enough, but it's going to be really close. All right, let's move on to next year. 2025, Ichiro, yeah. CC Sabathia, Pedroia, Ian Kinsler, Felix Hernandez, Troy Tulowitzki, Ben Zobris, Russell Martin, Brian McCann. All right, a, this is a, my a lovely, turn. A lovely group, yeah. Big group of folks. Uh, Ichiro, maybe unanimous. Like, I, who, think, who... I think there's a chance, unanimous for him. He's yeah, the guy that I, I think might go unanimous. Hard to imagine someone looking at Ichiro's accomplishments and thinking like, no, 
Pete Rose. Pete Rose is like the only guy that would look at him and just go, no, no, those hits don't count. Um, Sabathia, it's uh, Sabathia gets in. I don't know if he gets in first ballot. He very well might. He, if he doesn't, it'll be very, very close. Agreed. I think. I think he's like, you know, uh, Jay Jaffe points out 250 wins, 3,000 strikeouts. He won a Cy Young Award. He won a World Series ring. It's hard to find the thing, the dumb thing to like, oh, he never did this. You know, nobody wins 300 games anymore, so you can't even be upset about that. Also, I think Jeffy points this out in this article, if I remember correctly. Uh, dominant power guy turned finesse guy that's and right. still and still effective. Like, that's a that's like a really good kind of like, wow, you had a really long career and you reinvented yourself kind of. Like, there's a narrative there. And he, you know, was very public about his struggles with uh, substances and, and it is sort of a heroic figure. Yeah, for everybody, and everybody like, absolutely adores him. I mean, he's, you know, he's great teammate, leader, great teammate. ace. Yeah, and also like, like really cool. Look, I here's my thought on, on Sabathia because I've thought a lot about it. Look, I, he's definitely going to get in, whether he gets in first, second, third ballot, I don't know. Roy Halladay went in first ballot and, and I think that's a pretty comparable player. You know, I mean, Halliday yeah. went one, two Cy Youngs and CC only won the one only, you know, but Sabathia, you know, was, was a factor on more pennant teams than, you know, I mean, he, he, remember when he went to Milwaukee and basically carried them for a little while. And of course brought him in in 2009 and the Yankees, you know, won it. I think he gets in. I'd like to see him get in first ballot. I think a lot depends on how many don't get in next year, right? Like how right. many, like if Maurer carries over, does that? hurt him does Beltran carries over does that hurt him so but I think those two guys get in I don't think anybody else does uh Dustin Pedroia won't get in and it's all Manny Machado's fault and I'll never forgive him for that that's right that's right uh and when Manny Machado gets in I hope Pedroia goes and heckles <laughs> that would be so awesome if he just went in and just started heckling him I think it's so I think it's I think it's Ichiro probably Sabathia and then maybe you know one of the holdovers who hasn't right. gotten in yet if it's Helton or Joe Mauer or whatever sneaks in there. Okay, next year, 2026, Cole Hamels, Ryan Braun, Alex Gordon, Sin Su Chu, Edwin Encarnacion, Nick Markakis. I don't, I mean, uh, Hamels no one... will, will stay on the ballot, I think. Uh, I don't think anybody else even stays on the ballot. Braun is a super interesting guy because he could have been. Yeah. But nobody's putting Ryan Braun on the ballot after his nope. thing. And 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 look what an MVP. A, he was rookie of the year. Yeah, uh, and he's not a Hall you know. of Famer anyway. But but nobody with 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 him being a very Nobody's even gonna make the guy, argument. Nobody's gonna yeah. make the argument. Alex Gordon was a terrific player. He'll go into the Royals Hall of Fame. It might already yeah. be in the Royals Hall of Fame. I don't know. And of course Nick Markakis first ballot unanimous. Okay, twenty twenty seven. Buster Posey, John Lester, Brett Gardner, <laughs> Kyle Seeger, Ryan Zimmerman. So Posey goes in in a walk. I think in a walk first ballot, I think, right? Yeah, he's a first ballot guy. There's no question. I mean, multiple MVP, World Series rings, best defensive catcher. Lock. To me, he's a lock. Incredible hitter. Yeah. John Lester won't get in, but has a case. I think you could make a case for John Lester. You could make it. You can make a case for him. Uh, I think Hamill's case is better, being honest. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I don't know that he'll even make it. Lester, well, here, here's here's what Jay Jaffe says about Lester. 200 wins, three championship rings. True. He A great postseason pitcher. Right. 
Um, great but story. He just, incredible Great story. story incredible story. From, the, from cancer. Coming back from cancer and throwing a no-hitter in his like, third I, I was there. Back that thing Were you really? I was there. Oh. I was at Fenway Park. It was against the Royals. That rules. Um, yeah. yeah, like he he's not – he might be a Veterans Committee guy someday, you know, 25 it's possible. years 25 years from now, that's possible. Yeah. Well, and look, Brent Garner's a lock. So I, I think that you you would have to agree with that. Well, just because he's such a gamer, you know. <laughs> All right, twenty twenty eight. You got you get the easy one. Here's okay. your here's your here's your newcomers in twenty twenty eight. Okay, Albert Albert Pujols, Robinson Cano, David Price, and Yadier Molina. Okay, uh, Pujols to me, I think he's gonna. I think he'll get in. I, I don't. I mean, look. I, I don't want to overstate it. Pulse is unanimous, right? Pulse don't, is. Don't 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 you know? Don't go out on a limb here. You don't want to say something you're going to regret. Pulse is unanimous. Pulse is unanimous. The one, be. the one that that is going to drive everybody insane is Yachty, right? Like yeah. Cardinals fans are convinced that Yachty is not only a Hall of Famer, but that he's like the greatest catcher who ever lived. Like like the 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 feeling of of love that Cardinals ha- fans have for Yadier Molina is like I I don't know is there in fact this is a great topic of discussion biggest amount of love for one fan base for a not like an, an all-time great player is one thing like <clears throat> a very 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 good player like the way Yankees fans feel about Paul O'Neill. Yeah, I was like, about to like, say, there's your yeah, answer. It's Paul yeah. O'Neill. I think Paul number O'Neal. one is Cardinals and Yachty, I think. Because Yachty, yeah. look, and, and I think he'll get elected, but Yachty's case is pretty borderline in a lot of ways. Yachty was not a good hitter. He's a great defensive catcher. It's all defense. Yeah, it's, it's just all, all defense. It's, he's the Ozzie Smith of catchers, yes, right? Like, yeah, and, yeah. And, and that's fair. And that's fair. And look, he had a lot of hits, and he had a couple of decent offensive years, just like Ozzie. Um, it's amazing the Cardinals are just like, that's if you're an incredible defensive player who, who doesn't really hit, you get in if you're a Cardinal. That's how you get into the Hall of Fame. Um, but yeah, I'd be curious to hear. Maybe people will, will have some thoughts. Play, uh, like the most popular good player in in a specific fan base. Like I, right. I think I think we're talking about Yachty and the Cardinals, talking about Paul O'Neill and the and the Yankees. I think David Wright and the Mets. The Mets love themselves. Oh, good example. Wright. Good yeah. example. Yeah, David yeah. Mets and David Wright. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Where like when he retired. And they were showing Mets fans like lo- like weeping openly. Weeping, like, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, all right. I sorry, I didn't. You know what it would have been? It would have been Nomar and the Red Sox had he stayed, yeah, right? 100%, like, yeah. Like even even now, there's still a lot of love for Nomar in in Boston. Obviously. Um, Interestingly, if Grinky hadn't come back to the Royals this year, that would be the year that he would be eligible, and then yes. that would be very interesting because you believe, as I do, that he is the Hall of Famer. Yes. And I, but I don't know that he would be a, I don't think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't think he would get in on his first ballot. He might, he maybe should, but I don't think he would. There are a lot of people that are like kind of down on his case. It's a, it's a, it's a very, it's a weird case. Like his, his war is, is definitely up there in the Hall of Fame. He's going to get 3,000 strikeouts or, or get super duper duper close this year. Uh, he's got a bunch of wins and and he's won a Cy Young and and almost won and he another doesn't walk one. anybody ever doesn't walk anybody ever I mean he's like and he and he's one of the all-time great characters in the game so to me it's like that's a lock but there are those that would say he's a very modern pitcher he has almost no complete games I don't even know how many complete games he has in his career but it's a very 
very low number. Um, so, and, you know, and he didn't pitch that great in the postseason. He didn't pitch that great against great teams. I mean, there's there's going to be some arguments against him. To me, it's like, why make those arguments? He's, he's Zach Greinke, for crying out loud. Of course you put him in the Hall of Fame. So in the next five years, we're saying absolute lock, no question, these guys are getting in. Yes. You're saying it's, we're saying it's Beltre. Yes. Ichiro. Yes. Sabathia, maybe not first belt, but he gets in. Yes. Uh, nobody who's new in 26, Buster Posey in 27, yes. and Pujols and Yachty in 28. Yeah. And I think, is Maurer, we don't... Ma- Maurer isn't a total lock, but total, he gets in in the next five years. But I think years, he gets yeah. in, yeah. And I think yeah. Helton gets in in the next five years. Obviously, he's not new on the ballot, but I think he gets in in the next five years. And it is possible that uh, Andrew Jones gets in. I, I It's going to be and interesting. Beltran. And Beltran. It's going to be interesting to see because... The ballots are going to fill up a little bit. I thought this year's ballot was pretty light. Like I had, yeah. I had a hard time getting to ten on this ballot, and and so uh, you add a few more, few more players, and basically only one gets in this year. Actually, Roland, you know, it's it's going to be funny because Roland getting in this year, he might be really, really. I mean, of course, he's happy that he got in, but if he had fallen just short this year. Like I don't know, he might have like the, he might have run into a bit of a wall with all of these yeah. good players coming up. So you know what the saddest one, the one that makes me the saddest in some ways is Cano because Cano. We haven't even talked about him, and that guy is a deadlock Hall of Famer if not for his not uh, for the PED stuff. Yeah, yep. I mean he's deadlock, a, deadlock. You look at his it is war and and this. I mean, he's truly one of the greatest second basemen of all time, and and it's it's. It ain't going to happen for him. 2,600 hits, 335 homers. Uh, he's like seventh in Jaws among second basemen, according to Jay Jaffe. Yeah, yeah. But he's he'll get like he'll get like seven percent of the vote and and maybe yeah he'll get he'll get what uh, I mean you know he'll get half of what A Rod gets right or a third of what A Rod gets and yep. you know that's basically where we are. Hey, by the way, A Rod, that looks like that's just going to stay right where it is. Yep. Like forever. Like that's yep. like he is there's just take him off the ballot now, you know, because like this is I wonder if when when the Veterans Committee, what used to be called the Veterans Committee, turns over from the old timers that it has been to guys from this generate from his generation. Did they let him in? They might not. They they might all hate him too much. I, I don't but like think, I, I don't I think... wonder what I just wonder whether the view of PEDs shifts as the PED era guys come into that. Well, it's a great right. question. And and I, I've gotta think it, it's gonna shift a little bit. But Bonds is first, right? Like, I mean, that's the thing, is you it's gotta and be Clemens. Bonds. Bonds and Clemens have to go first and then yeah, once they get in, then A Rod, you know, the, yeah, he'll get in, and then, but then it's like you start. What about Manny? You know, what about McGuire? What about Sosa? I mean, it's it's a uh, Palmero. I mean, it's going to be very interesting. But at some point, everybody on that ballot, everybody in that uh, group is going to have played during the steroid era. I mean, it, it might not be a few yeah. years from you know from now, but at some point, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be. Although some of those guys, like Frank Thomas, are some of the most anti, uh, you know, Roy right. guys there are. So and Bagwell somehow also, which that is was weird. Don't, I'm sorry, I'm not saying anything, but that's weird. That a Jeff little Bagwell. weird, <laughs> just a little weird, a little weird. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. All right, let's open baseball cards. Let's open the baseball cards. So here's what we got here. This is, you have got a bunch of cards. Here's what we got. I've got the 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 delightful, wonderful people at Tops have sent us six boxes of super cool 2022 cards, all different Whoa. varieties, which is awesome. And uh, they said, do with them as you will. So what I think we're going to do is we are going to open up a few packs uh, from these boxes. Right. And we are going to give away any cool, super cool cards we get. We're going to give those away as prizes. Those will be separate from from the other prizes. They'll be like, right. we get an autograph card or something. We'll give those away as prizes or, or figure out, right? And we'll just figure out. What one key one key thing to mention here. Uh, as you know, this dumb thing that we've done has rekindled <laughs> my love of collecting baseball cards. That's right. And I have spent... Uh, far too much time and money in the last three weeks thinking about investigating <laughs> and purchasing baseball and basketball cards on the internet. So I am reserving the right. Okay. If there is it. an amazing card that you open in one of these packs, I am reserving the right to look up the, I will, we will look up the value of the card uh, at the high end of what it would be. And I reserve the right to donate that much money <laughs> to the GoFundMe preemptively and then just take the card from you. We could end up with $100,000 by the end of, the, of this. Uh, yeah, podcast. this could get real ugly. So you're going to be opening up 2020, uh, 2022 Tops cards All of different of cool kinds. Cards. Yes. Uh, and also, thank you very much to the folks at Tops for just sending those. That's very oh my cool. Gosh, you guys are awesome. I here's what I'm gonna do. I ha I bought a a vending box. So you know what a vending box is? It looks like this. I'll show. Oh you. yes, the vending box. So a vending box was not. They weren't in packs. They were just. It was just 500 cards. You just got this blue <laughs> box that said baseball cards on it. Tops baseball cards or picture cards sometimes. Yes, picture cards. And uh, so I bought a vending box of 1982 tops, which is oh. my personal favorite set. Yes, I believe that the. the the 1982 top set is undefeated in its design and its coolness and its awesomeness. So I bought some of those. So I'm just going to take out a stack of those and I'll look through them. There's some good rookies. That's the Cal Ripken's rookie year. There's a card that year. could come from that. Um, there's a but the All Star cards are beautiful. There's a really beautiful Mike Schmidt All Star card in there. Yes. So I'll be opening those. And also I have a couple other packs of 81 tops oh, that yeah. I haven't opened yet. So I'll open those. <laughs> and also before we begin. I want to say this again. We said this one other time, but I really want to say this again. A shout out to the the folks who I think of as the patron saints That's right. of opening baseball cards and, and the, the naming Godfathers. the people inside. Yes. It's David Roth and Lauren Thiessen from uh, who are now at Defector who have been doing a segment called uh, Let's Remember Some Guys for years and years and years. And I encourage all of you to go to Defector, which is a great site. And just type in "Let's Remember" yes. and watch endless numbers of videos of Dave Roth and Lauren Thiessen. Dave Roth used to, he did, in fact, used to work at Tops. I confirm this, and he remembers every single guy That's from right. like the '89 Fleer set, and has he, like he, he is, like he has also yeah. offered 
to come on here to come on the podcast. Yes, we're 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 going to have. trying as hard as we can. We're going to try to figure out how to get David because honestly, for me, remembering some guys with David Roth would be like a bucket list thing. For yeah, me. like that would be like it because he really is like the patron saint of remembering some guys. <laughs> so with that said, shout out to David Roth and Lauren Thiessen from Defector. Go check out their site. Let's open cards. What are you opening first? All right. So I don't know. So I've got six boxes of, of really cool cards. Okay. The one that I'm like fascinated with just to start is the 2022 Bowman Platinum cards. Great. And the reason I'm fascinated by that is on the back, they've got like approximate odds per pack of okay. finding stuff. Okay. Great. Great. And I am not exaggerating. There have to be 75 different odds underneath it. Okay. Odds of finding a base card parallel, a, greasy, a green icy foil, an autograph, a foil factor, a green, an orange, a purple, a foil factor autograph, a foil factor platinum pieces autograph relic. There's like, this. Is, it's like, is this baseball cards or is this like a lottery? Like a Well, uh, like we've a mentioned this before, team. but they like these card companies realized a while ago that the thing that matters in all commodities is scarcity. Right. So they started numbering cards. It's, you know, this card as a base card is worth nothing, but they release another version that's a green border, another version that's a blue border, another version that's out of 49, out of 99, out of 199, out of 10, out of five, out of one. All these parallels, these chrome parallels, these cracked ice parallels, there's just a billion <laughs> versions of these things. And the more scarce they are, obviously the more valuable they are. So when you open this pack, you're going to see some weird stuff because that's the way cards are now. And we're going to have to work a little bit to determine how rare they are. You can use those odds on the back of the box to figure out exactly how rare whatever the crazy cards are that you end up finding. Here we go. Right, this is going to be exciting. This is very exciting. And then I'm going to take out a big stack of 82 tops and just be like, <laughs> here's Pat Kelly from the Cleveland Indians. <laughs> here's my question. How many cards are in these packs? Five. Wow. Yeah. Only five. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Scarcity, man. It's about scarcity. Right, oh, you're literally go. biting it open with your teeth. That's exciting. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't wait. I got to get into it. All right. So let's see. First card is a Joe Ryan card. Okay. It just looks like just Joe Ryan. There's nothing. I don't think. Odds anything. of that are one in one. There's a Joe <laughs> Ryan base card in every pack of 19 of 2022 tops. Then we got a Malcolm Nunes card. I don't need to tell you how awesome that is. Then we got a Darren Baker card. Okay. Is Darren? Do Baker... any of these look like they are? Wait, Darren Baker is is isn't that Dusty Sun? The Dusty Sun, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he Her... was the one that JT Snow ripped out of the way of the of the uh, uh, home plate collision, right? Isn't that Darren Baker? That is Darren Baker. And then it looks like I got my first sort of special card. It is right. an Arelvis Martinez blue card. Purple. Ooh, look at that. That. Look at that. Ooh, These cards are so shiny. They're so shiny and fancy. Now you want to look to see if any of them are numbered, like you know, twelve of of thirty five or forty six okay. of ninety nine or whatever. Usually well, the, it's like embossed either on the front or on the back. Okay. Well, this one does not. None of these seem to have that. And then I have a, a delightful Jose Abreu card. Oh, oh, the best. That guy's the best, man. Jose Abreu's the best. I told you the story when I took my son to see uh, with yes. with, J with a friend of the podcast, Jason Benetti. We ran into Jose Abreu in the uh, tunnel, uh, walking back to the th uh, to the uh, 
booth where we, I was going to call the game. And Jose Abreu was standing there. He's the largest human being I've ever seen. <laughs> he's gigantic. He appeared, in my memory, he's 7'8 and weighs 500 pounds. That's right. And he stopped and talked to my son, who was looking st- essentially straight up in the air. Like, in order to talk to Jose Abreu, my son had to look. He had to crane his neck at 90 degrees. Didn't he call he, Didn't he call your son little man? Like, what's he called up, him little, little man. What's, said, up, what's up, little man? man? <laughs> it was the best. So delightful. Fantastic. All right. Open a few 82s. Do I want to stay with Bowman or go to the next? Uh, I think you got to open one more pack of those because I think we need a we need like a special cool card. All right, let's. Yeah. I'm going to open the Bowman's until we get one special cool card. All right, I'm just going to whip through. A, I took out a stack of these 82s, which are God, they're so glorious. God, 1982 tops, you are just the best. Here we go. Oh, Gary Renicky, right off the bat, you got Gary Renicky on the Orioles. Fantastic. Terry Kennedy on the Padres. Look at these oh, cards, man. I do, no, nothing, nothing beats these cards. No, and especially when it's a Padre and you got the brown, the brown uniform. It's so awesome. Mike O'Berry for the Reds. I don't remember him. Do you remember oh, sure. him? Oh, sure. Mike O'Berry, of course. You always do. <laughs> Denny Martinez. Look at Denny Martinez. Oh, good mustache. Good, good mustache, mustache for Denny Martinez. By the way, so many good mustaches in the 82 top oh, yeah. set. Oh, yeah. Steve Stone. Steve Stone, ace. Straight up ace for a while, this guy right here. Cy Young winner from South Brooklyn, Ohio, my hometown. Is that right? Yeah, my hometown. Look at that. 25 and 7 in 1980. Yeah. What a year. What Tony a year. Scott, check out this Check out this head of hair on Tony Scott for the Astros. Oh, and, and the great old, like, like helmets that you should put ice cream in. You know what I mean? That's they're right. Just, like, they're just, not they're, providing they're any not protection. Protecting they are not protecting your, he- your head at all from a pitch. Here's Sweet Lou Pinella. With his sweet swing, Is, was his uh, swing really sweet, or did you just so. call him sweet because of Sweet Lou? Look at Jamie Quirk. Jamie Quirk has the distinction of having a lot of records, or at least he used to have a lot of records for players whose last names begin with Q, just because <laughs> there right. are so many of them. That's it right. was Jamie Quirk, Carlos Quintana had a bunch of them, and then Jack Quinn, who was a player in like the early 20th yeah, century, Jack Quinn is a pitcher. Yeah. So yeah. Jamie Quirk, did Jamie Quirk at one point have the home run record for Q's? Until I'll bet Carlos he did. Quintana took it away from him. I bet I know he Jamie. did. I should ask Jamie. All right, I've I'm, I've got a few more here. I've got some incredible early '80s names to run through here, really Let's quickly. Let's go. Okay? Here we go. Rapid fire. Ken Singleton. Oh, great. Tim player. Tim Lawler. Sure. For Tim the Lawler. Little Padre. There, no '82 set is complete without a Bobby Gritch. <laughs> Good. Another good mustache. Clint Hurdle. All these guys are managers. It's wild. That is wild. Dale Dale Barra, of course. Yogi Son. Yogi Son. Now here, and this is this is the reason that we love the eighty-two top set more than anything. George Foster in action. Oh, there we go. There we go. And by the way, there's not even a chance he could be less in action than he is. On He's literally level. standing rock still <laughs> with his bat in the air, just like he would be in, in a normal George Foster baseball card. They could have put that as a regular card, but no, that's him in action. Last two great 80s names. Eddie Whitson, who is listed as Eddie on the on the card. Eddie as Whitson, be. absolutely. Getting ready to punch uh, Billy Martin. And Dave Steeb. Look uh, at Dave. That's all you need to say. So, and by the way, again, all time mustache. I wonder who had the better mustache between because you were like, "Ah, who is better, Dave Steve or Jack Morris? Forget that. 
Who had the better, had a better mustache? mustache? Yeah. I think Morris beats him mustache wise. Ooh, he might. That, I hate to say that's it. why he's in the Hall of Fame. That's why he's in the Hall of Fame right there. Of those guys, of the guys I just pulled out, I probably pulled out whatever, 20 cards. I'm going to list how many of them have mustaches in their card. Bob <laughs> Gritch, yes. Ed Whitson, yes. Dale Barra, yes. Uh, no, no, no. Ken Singleton. Uh, Jerry Mumphrey, yes. Tim Stoddard, yes. Uh, Steve Howe, no. Shocking. Shocking. Terry Bulling for the Mariners, yes. Mustache. Oh, yeah. Lou Pinella, yes. Tony Scott, yes. Kevin Saucier, <laughs> yes. Uh, Mark Wagner, no. Denny Martinez, yes. Yes. Matt Alexander for the Pirates, yes. Terry Kennedy, no. Gary Renicky, yes. So that's what? 65% mustaches, that's a 65% I would say? 65% have a mustache. And by the way, most of them, good mustaches. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's look at uh, at our um, 2022 Bowman. See, we're trying to get a special card here. I would not call a Joey Gallo Dodgers card special, but uh, <laughs> there is one right there. Okay. All right, then we got Jaden Hill uh, of the Rockies. Uh, there's a uh, just a regular Jaden Hill card. Uh, Gunner Hogland of the of Oakland, a little gunner. Not, not the gunner you wanted to get in that, <laughs> no, no. In that 2022 wrong, set. Wrong gunner. But then I got, looks like a special, I don't know, it looks like a specialty card uh, of Colton Kowser. Is that a specialty card? That looks like a specialty card. Colton Kowser. Well, let me see it. Is that his rookie? I don't know if that's like his rookie card. Or... There's, it looks special. It looks like it there's... It looks special. Is... And instead of having like... It has like CC next to his name for Colton Kowser, I assume. Um, I'll tell you this. He's a very intelligent hitter who knows how to work the count to see better pitches and draw walks. Wow, that this is there. This is a person trying to stretch out. You know, they're like, we we got what a what a how to work the count means. He's compared to the pesky Brandon Nimmo of the Mets in that regard. Ooh, I didn't know that. Colton has solid tools across the board, highlighted by his ability to make solid contact and the athleticism to potentially stick in center field. There you go. All right, Colton Kowser. and then my last card. Miguel Cabrera, Hall of Famer. Whoa! Miguel Cabrera, right there. That's looking pretty good. But still, I'm not on a specialty card, so I think I'm going to have to open another. You got to, you got to keep going. Why don't you just go ahead and open? Since there are only five cards in each pack, go ahead and open another one, and I'll pause to tell you that there are some Gunner Hendersons in this Bowman set that are that are worth a lot of money. So we're, really? there's like some autographed Gunner Hendersons. Yeah, I think they're in this set. It's hard to tell. They have there's a million different sets and a million yes, different I've, cards. I've got five one. of five more to, to choose from here. Yeah. All right, here we go. Oh, another Hall of Famer, Yadi Molina, Yadier. Nice. All right. Alex Benellis. There's your Red Sox right there. There it is, yeah. Cooper Kinney. Wait, look, oh. so wait, look at that Benellis card because uh yep. that's an interesting card. Yep. It's a uh, top 53 card, I guess. I guess he's one of the top 53 prospects or something. What is he? I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean that that like there are there are Alex Benellis cards that are worth like $10,000 because <laughs> that's probably not the one, but there's like autograph like, you know, Bowman oh, if, if, if it's I think autograph. in the in the 2021 set would have been the ones Oh, okay. where he was like the, you know, future prospecty kind of a guy. Yeah, here's a here's a PSA Alex Benellis 2021 Bowman Chrome Gold Refractor out of 50 that's selling on eBay for 2,500 bucks. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, this is not one of those. But I'll tell you what. Do you know what he's working on? What? Cutting down his swings and misses, especially within the zone. Smart. That's, that's smart. He should work smart on that. Smart thing to do for a baseball player, yeah. 
we got a we got a regular Cooper Kenny. Okay. okay. So then we've got a Luis a-, a Luis Angel Acuna. Uh, so I guess these are like prospect cards. I guess. Got to hold it what... higher. I can't. You're Sorry. holding it too low. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess these are prospect cards. I guess. Yeah. Looks like it. Luis Angel is one word, which is which is delightful. He's a Texas Rangers shortstop, and he's similar to his brother. Ronald Acuna. Ronald, I was going to ask, is he, rela- is he an Acuna? He is yeah. an Acuna. All right, then we got Jake Berger, uh, a regular old Jake Berger card. So, so, so far, we have not gotten any. What do you like, think? Do you want to switch to another top set over there? Or do you we we keep... certainly can. We've got some really other cool sets. So, so let me give you what we've got. We've got Top Stadium Club, which okay. has autograph cards in every box, apparently. We've got the... Allen and Ginter uh, World Champions cards. So those Allen and Ginter cards are very cool. They're like sort of weird, old-timey looking throwback, like tobacco card kind of thing. Yeah, so that's super fun. They're they're very fun. And and by the way, they have people in them who are not baseball players. They have like actors and like singers and stuff. Okay, so we're going to have to open that one next. Yeah, you should open some of those. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, we'll open that. We got the Top Heritage High Number cards. I guess they're just Top Heritage High Number cards. Uh, we got a Topps Chrome card set. And then Always my favorite, fun. this is my favorite thing. We've got our, a set of archives baseball cards, which are just baseball cards with all the old, um, their oh. old thing. Oh, the best. Oh, the old designs? The old designs. And I think this one, one of these said they were focusing on 1973, which is great year. absolutely delightful year. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I'm going to open the, uh, the Allen and Ginter cards. Um, all so right. While you're doing that, I'll, I'll do run that. through some other 82s here. Or why don't you open a box of uh, a pack of 81s? Oh, okay. I'll do that. Here we go. Got to throw away the gum, which is disgusting, <laughs> and will kill you if you eat it. It really will. It really will kill you. Frank White. Oh, but almost a Hall of Famer. Frank. Almost White. a Hall of Famer. In fact, has the has the very similar case to Bill Mazeroski. Oh, great name. Dickie Thon. Oh, Dickie Thon is a great Dick- early 80s baseball name. This is his rookie a, card, I think. Maybe. Dickie oh, Thon no, maybe. would have been a great player and not for the, uh, right for the beaning. Yeah. Here's Ken Griffey Sr. Looking, oh. looking cool. Looking Always look cool. cool. Every single Ken Griffey Sr. card, he all looks the, super, super all cool. All the Griffey's. Griffey Sr., Griffey Jr., they all look cool. Oh, I, I love this card. I've seen this before. It's 1980 Phillies win first World Series. Look at oh, that. Oh, I love it. With Tug McGraw jumping up in the air. If you're a Phillies fan and you win the raffle, uh, I would suggest you take this Phillies win World Series card. That's it's right. a great card. It's super cool. And uh, if you take that card, I'll instead of writing a, a, a thing, I'll write about one moment. I'll do like a, a why would yeah. baseball moment type of thing. Lee Lacey. What a great player Lee Lacey was. Lee Lacey was good. Lee, now, all what those do you, pirates what, could hit. What team do you associate Lee Lacey with? Because I... I associate him with the Dodgers. Oh, interesting. I don't know why. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I always see that eighty one card in my mind. I always I always think of him as a Dodger. Oh, Len Sakata, one of the only East Asian uh, players in the majors, right? For, That's uh, right. That's right. And for we and a very long time. You can go back to the last podcast to hear a, a great Lenny Sakata story. <laughs> That's right. I'm not going to tell it again, but I'm, don't I'm, tell I'm, it again. <laughs> It says he was born in Honolulu. I wonder, are his parents Hawaiian? I thought he was East Asian. Maybe he's Hawaiian. Uh, sounds Hawaiian. I think he's Hawaiian, actually. Interesting. We got to get to the bottom of Len Sakata's. Let's heritage. find out. It, you know what? 
Pick he's the either Polynesian or he's Asian. Yeah. Pick the Lenzicata card, and I'll give you that. I'll give you that essay. I I'm gonna guess that he is of Japanese origin, but lived but grew up in Hawaii. So okay. born American in Hawaii, but of Japanese origin. That's my guess for Lenzicata. All right, that's, that's fair. Rich Dotson, great oh, 80s name. I'll tell you what, I had a bunch of those Rich Dotson rookie cards. That's a Rich Dotson rookie card right there. And I got a bunch of them because Rich Dotson, like by age 25, had like a lot of wins. And uh, my friend and I were convinced Rich Dotson had a chance to win 300 games. So we <laughs> so we loaded up on the Rich Dotson rookie cards. Uh, didn't work out. Didn't pay off. No. Look at John Pacella for the Mets. He's thrown a pitch so hard his hat has flown his off. Look at that. That's John Pacella in action. Yeah, right? this that should, should be, be well, an action card. Really, this should be John Pacella's hat in action, <laughs> is what it should say. This is a great card. Is if you're it Pacella or Pacella? I don't know. I was a Pacella. I'm gonna while you open these Allen Ginter cards, I'm gonna I'm gonna determine uh, Len Sakata's uh, heritage. Ethnic heritage. All right, perfect, yeah. perfect. All right, my first Allen and Ginter card is oh, Luis Castillo. What a beautiful card these are, by the way. These, these are just are so cool. These are just beautiful cards. And then on the back, they've got like hilarious statistics. Games played in the statistics, and then they wrote out 123. Like it, like they, they spell it out. They like literally spell out all of the stats. There are no numbers on the back. So it says wins, 40. Losses, 49 innings pitched 707 and one third they're all just <laughs> spelled out that's so awesome all right so so you know are we gonna so here's my question are we gonna like let people choose their prizes like maybe some people will just want a bunch of these allen and ginter cards i think what we should do is we'll lay out all of the individual prizes so there right. will be the five card plus essays Right. There'll be all the signed books, all of the, uh, and then we'll also offer as prizes five packs of Allen and Ginter, five packs of Topps Curl, uh, five there packs, you go. an That's entire it. box of eighty-one Fleer, an entire box of eighty-one Donruss, all that stuff, and then we will contact twelve people. boxes of eighty-one yeah, Donruss. Really, I mean, as much as you want, <laughs> and then we'll and then we'll sort of contact people and we'll let people like course sort of claim things in order. You know what I mean? Like, well, I like that. Yeah, we can yeah. do that. We can do that. Um, all right. That's here, fair. Here's your answer, by the way. Len Sakata, the second Asian-American to play Major League Baseball. Uh, he's a fourth-generation American of Japanese ancestry. I was right. Interesting. You were right. And played, played college baseball for the Gonzaga, Gonzaga Bulldogs. Wow. How about that? I didn't know that. That's I didn't know he cool. went to Gonzaga. Yeah. There we go. Now I know two people from Gonzaga. All right. Luis Castillo. Joey Votto is next. Oh, God look bless. at that Joey Let me Votto see that, Joey. But you got to hold it higher. I can't. Joe's holding it too low. I can't see. There we go. Okay. That is a Look great that. card. That's a great card. That's a great card. Um, he was born on September 10th, 1983, all spelled out on the back. So delightful. So delightful. Um, my next card is Be Real. <laughs> <laughs> See? I told you they're not yes. all at they're not all athletes. Yeah, so my next card is Be Real from Cypress Hill. That is that is next. Fantastic. <clears throat> so good. Then a Javi Baez card. So delightful. Wonderful. Look at Wonderful that. Wonderful Javi Baez card. These are beautiful, by the way. These are really, really nice. Musician TJ Osborne is my next um, uh, world champions. All right. Allen and Ginter card. Okay. Uh, there's a Jason Veritek card here. Ooh, which look is, at that. Ooh, that's a beautiful card. 
But why? Why is there a Jason Veritek card here? He's so a just... bench coach on the Red Sox. <laughs> okay. And then here we go. This is, oh my gosh, this is beautiful. A 1991 Cal Ripken American League MVP card. Wow. Isn't that beautiful? That is a nice looking card. These are beautiful cards, people. I'm serious. If you want, I'm going to open another pack of these. Uh, if you want, like, some packs from, from Allen and Ginter, you. I would I'd recommend people doing that because I would are, too. They're delightful. They're really here's delightful. some more 82 tops, 81 victory leaders. Okay, here's a quiz, Joe. You you know more about baseball than anyone I know. Who are the AL and NL 81 victory leaders? And I will tell you, in 81 in the NL, there's one guy. In 84 in the AL, four people tied for first. Because four remember, people. 81, oh, 81, 81. Yeah. Yeah. 81. Four people tied for first. Wow. Well, 81 was oh because it was the strike year. Yeah. Yeah, all right. So didn't didn't Tom Seaver lead the National League in wins in eighty one? Did indeed. That's one. You're one for five so far. One. For I'm one. never going to get these others because they're all. I'll like... bet you there. Some of them are intuitive. So at least two of the guys in the AL, I would say, are intuitive, intuitive? for eighty one. If you all think right. about which which famous which pitchers famously had the most wins in the eighties. Okay, here we go. So let's throw a Jack Morris in there. There you go. Was there a Lamar Hoyt? Was Lamar Hoyt one of them? It was actually a great, little later. Great guess. Great guess. But that's 83. I'm going to say that was 83 that he led the league. I, but he led it two years in a row, like maybe 82 yeah. and 83 or something. Yeah. There's uh, one Oriole. There's one Oriole. But it's not Jim Palmer. So uh, the Oriole is going to Is it Scott McGregor? Is Scott McGregor? Uh, Denny Martinez. Oh, Denny Martinez. Good one. There's one Brewer. Pete Vukovic? Is Pete Vukovic? Pete Vukovic. There? there you go. And the last one is an Oakland A, and I would Mike Norris, really... a little Mike Norris no. action. Steve McCaddy. Oh, Steve McCaddy, sure. That's a great one. Oh, check out George Brett. Look at that George Brett card. Ooh. That's a eighty-two cards are just beautiful. They're just beautiful cards. The best. They're the they were Allen and Ginter before Allen and Ginter showed up. <laughs> All right, eighty-one RBI leaders, AL and NL. Who do you All got? Right, two Hall of Famers. Two, two Hall of Famers. Eighty-one. Uh, again, lower. Oh, but in 81 in the American League, I know that Dwight Evans was super close. So he obviously did not since he's not. He was a, one of the co-leaders, I believe, in home runs. For in home the, runs. Uh, in the, but he, was, yeah. he had a lot of RBIs. All right. So probably the RBI leader in the American League was Eddie Murray. Jim it was indeed Eddie, Eddie Murray. Murray. Yes. All right. And then the, and in the National League. National League, the 81 National League MVP. I mean, uh, uh, RBI leader was... Oh, Hall of Famer, Mike Schmidt. There you go. Oh, look at this, Michael look Jack this. Schmidt. By the way, they had on the mothership today. They had uh, uh, one of our guys going through all of the uh, World Series winners. Since, yeah, Mike uh, Ryan did it. Yeah. Mike Ryan did. That's not hard, dude. Come on, we 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 could have gone the, way back. We could have, but I was impressed because Mike Ryan doesn't really watch baseball. He doesn't really watch he, baseball, he, so that was he, what was impressive. It was but... pure like deep deep seated memory. <laughs> Great 80s baseball name, Wayne Krenchiki. Oh, Wayne Krenchiki. Delightful. Look at Don Baylor. Don That's Baylor. Great card, too. Great card, great mustache, great everything. Great mustache. Great, great Dennis everything. Eckersley. Look at that Dennis Eckersley another card. That's great, beautiful. Another great mustache. I'm telling you, the mustaches back then were so good. All right. Pittsburgh Pirates future stars, Vance Law, Bob Long, and Johnny Ray. 
Oh, it's, look, Johnny Ray was a really good player. And Vance Law yeah. played a long time. Vance Law, league. too, yeah. yeah, yeah uh, Tim Wallach. I think this is a Tim Wallach rookie. No, I, uh, yeah, I think this is a Tim Wallach rookie card. It might be a rookie, although Tim Wallach might have been on the Expos Future Stars in 81. I can't remember. Oh, good call. I can't remember. Here are the Seattle Mariners Future Stars with Red Sox uh, hero Dave Henderson. Oh, Dave Henderson. Sox- that's right. Dave that's Anderson. right. Hendu. That's, that's not bad. Hendu's on there. Hendu was a good player. Hendu was a good player. And then finally, one more Ken Griffey, Green Griffey Seed. You're still looking cool. <laughs> looking so great with a great uh, faux autograph on the front. All right. Uh, next, Allen and Ginter group. We got uh, we got a George Springer card. Delightful. Just beautiful. I would say. Right. Really nice. Looks like we got an Austin Riley card, which I think is, is very, Ooh. very nice. Austin Riley's good, man. That whole team. How are the Braves not going to win every World Series for the next 10 years? Like, well, especially because the Dodgers kind of are falling off a little bit, maybe. And it feels yeah. like that Atlanta team. No Trey Turner anymore. No Justin Turner. Yeah. No. And like Kershaw, who knows? Kershaw, maybe who one more knows? year. And yeah. But Walker and, Bueller coming off an injury. Dustin May coming off well, an injury. And, like, and no. Um, um, why am I losing his name? Uh, center fielder. He's gone, too. He went to Cubs. Oh, yeah. Bellinger. Yeah. Bellinger. Yeah. Mitch Hanniger. Oh, now a giant, right? Didn't Mitch Hanniger go sign I with the Giants? That's right. Yeah. That's a, that's a nice card here. Oh, Kansas City, you know you want this Allen and Ginter Salvador Perez. Oh, Salvador. Of course you do. Wait, what does it say at the top? Just Perez? Is that what it says at the very top? It just top? says Perez. The, the, right. And with a period, a little period at the end, oh, which is so good. These cards are so beautiful. great. There's Cody Bellinger. Oh, all right. So look, you're a Dodger fan, right? And you're like, oh, okay, these Allen and Ginter cards are fine, but I don't want a Cody Bellinger card. But do you want a Steve Garvey card? Yes, you do. Yes, you certainly <laughs> freaking do. <laughs> you absolutely want a Steve Garvey with a Steve Garvey essay? Are you kidding me? That's like a lock. Dodger fans, come on. Fantastic. All right. Delightful. In the middle of it for no reason at all. An itty bitty Jack Sawinski card, just a little mini, just a <laughs> like little the old, the, like the nineteen oh three or nineteen yes. twelve cards. Yeah, yes. like that's yeah. delightful. Just a delightful little mini Jack Sawinski card, and then finally, this is the greatest famous rivals card: East Coast versus West Coast. That's the literally the card. Yeah. Great. This is the it's best a picture set. of the picture of the California beach coastline, I think. And then what's what is the East Coast picture it, it, representation? It's just a light. It's just a, light a lighthouse. House, so yeah. A lighthouse in Maine. <laughs> Famous rivals, dude. These these cards are the greatest cards I've ever seen in my. They're so life. cool. They're so cool. I'm opening one more pack of those. All right. Here's another pack of '81 tops. Right up, right off the bat, Bob Welch. Right away. Right away. Bob Welch looked like slumped over in the dugout. Like it looks like he just was taken out of a game in which he gave up seven runs in two innings. Two things about Bob Welch. One, uh, I don't know if I mentioned these, or I wrote a book. Uh, there is a Bob Welch moment in the book. So people can uh, get excited about that. But two, Bob Welch won 27 games. 27 games. <laughs> and wasn't even the best pitcher on his team that year. No, 27 games. Wait, well, won the Cy Young though. Yeah, here's the Hawk, Andre Dawson. Look at that go. 81 Andre Okay, Dawson. that card is awesome. That card That's is That's a beautiful awesome. card right That is there. just a beautiful, beautiful card. Look at Steve Trout. Steve Trout wearing sunglasses like he's uh, he's going to a biker <laughs> bar or something. What is he, What are you doing, Steve Trout? It's good hair. Steve Trout with good hair in 81. Good hair. Absolutely. Oh, Mickey Rivers. Mickey Rivers didn't get enough, doesn't get enough press. 
Mickey no. Rivers should have gotten more press for Mickey how good Rivers. He was. Plus, he was hilarious. Remember when for a while there he insisted people called him Miguel Rivera? He just <laughs> <laughs> he had two hundred and ten hits in nineteen eighty. Well, look at all the stolen bases. That could make the quick yeah. man. He was awesome. He had seventy stolen bases in nineteen seventy six. Man, yeah. oh man, yeah. or seventy five for the Angels. Um, okay, what do we got here? Oh, look at Gaylord Perry. Gaylord Perry, Hall of Famer. Gaylord Perry looking. How old does Gaylord Perry look in that photo? He looks like he's 61. Right. He was born in uh, 1938. Yeah, he was so born he's born before World War II started. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Bobby Bonds, always also looking cool. Always, always looking, looking cool. cool. The dads Bonds. always look cool. Tigers future stars. None of these guys panned out. Dave Steffen, Jerry yeah. Ujdur, and sure. Roger Weaver. Wow. That, Remember how exciting it was to get a future stars oh card though, because you were like, gosh. "This could be. This is either gold or trash. It's one or the other." <laughs> it's, it was so exciting. Here's our guy, Larry Bittner, B I I T T N E R. Larry Bittner. And then we end with Daryl Thomas and Jim Anderson for the Mariners. Those Mariners unis, those light blue Mariners unis, they should Good. bring those back. Do they ever bring those back? Uh, they bring them back they ever, sometimes. They They're throw a little them back? close to the Brewers for me. Don't you yeah. think they're a little bit brewers like? Yeah, that's a good call. They're a little brewersy, but uh, but I do like that oh, the weird old pitchfork M, the yellow pitchfork looking M. <laughs> oh, cap, excellent, you know? excellent. Yeah, that definitely. Thing. The pitchfork M needs to come back. Yeah. All right, here we go. We got a Frank Thomas card in the in the Allen and Ginter cards. We got beautiful Frank Thomas card. Look at this. Just you just don't know. This is the such a smart thing. You have no idea where you're gonna get. How about a Bill Mazeroski card in the middle of just for no apparent fantastic. reason? Just fantastic. It's not impossible that you pull out a card of one of the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> that we that they just made a card of one of us and we didn't know about it. <laughs> be like, what? All right, we got a little Marcus Stroman, which is great. Great. Um, okay, again, not to tell people what to get. And you can't actually get the essay with this because he was a Baseball 100 card. But this Monty Irvin card with him with oh, the Giants. Look at that. Just beautiful. Look at that smile. Look just, at that charming smile. smile. Going back to Marcus Stroman for a second, though. You know what I do love is when a baseball player or really any athlete has a cool nickname that's just the first syllable of their last name. Oh, like yeah. His, he, they, people just call him Stro. Stro, yeah. But Maz. that's like, that's just, yeah, Maz. Like, it's just Maz. cool to me when it's like, that's your nickname. It's just the first <laughs> syllable of your last name. There's something very charming about that to me. It is true. It is true. All right. We got a Seiya Suzuki card. That's good. That's a Look delight. At that. Look at that guy. That's a delight. Then we got a uh, Luis Urias card. Excellent. And then an itty bitty Lou Gehrig. Just an itty bitty Lou Gehrig card in the middle of this. So awesome. We're raising money for his disease. Lou Gehrig card. You can it's it could be oh, yours. That's right. Itty, itty. I didn't even make that connection. Yeah, that's that's a very appropriate. And then just an amazing card. Oh my god, every one of these cards is amazing. Bob Gibson pitching a gem. That's oh. literally what it says. Pitching a gem. October 12th, 2nd, 1968, utilizing 85 fastballs, 50 sliders, and eight curves, Gibson set a World Series record with 17 strikeouts while shutting out Detroit and 31-game winning Denny McClain, 4 nothing in the opener. How about that? That is indeed a gem. They're that right. is a, oh, that is a gem. Pitching a gem, great card. Just a great card. All right, I I, I would open these all day, but I think we probably yeah, have to move Yeah, go back, go, get up, we'll open one more. Uh, what, how are we doing on time here? 
We've been talking for an hour and six minutes, so we only have like three hours before we got to wrap this up. You haven't opened up another uh, Bowman? Going back to 82. Yeah, sure. Going back to 82 tops here. We got Rolly Fingers in action. Oh, yeah. And by the way, that could that is even less action than George Foster was having. Well, here, right behind it is his regular card. <laughs> and he's a roughly the same amount of inaction in both cards, I would say. <laughs> which which of those cards has less action, would you say? Well, I guess at least Raleigh figures uh, on in the inaction card. I he's not on the mound. He's very clearly in the bullpen. Look, he's in the bullpen. He, look how close he is to the fence. Yeah, he's he's very bullpen. clearly warming yeah. up in the bullpen. So yeah. he, I don't think inaction really it, counts. In it that is literally sense. a picture of his butt. That's all it is. It's just a big picture of his butt. Here's Dave Winfield. This this is two all back to back Hall of Famers right off the bat. How about that? All right, here we go. Mets, 81 batting and pitching leaders. Can you tell me the Mets league, uh, Mets leader in, in batting average and Mets leader in ERA for 1981? If you can, I will be very impressed. There's almost no way I can do it. 81 Mets were horrendous. Uh, probably they're... they're um, probably they're... The Joel Youngblood? Is Joel Youngblood their... Uh... He's I'll, give you, I'll, I'll give you a hint. The the ERA leader had a 3.90 ERA, and <laughs> later was a member of a NLC a team that played the Mets in the end in a famous NLCS. Oh, Mike Scott was there is that go. Mike Scott? There we go, Mike, Mike Scott. Scott. Uh, and it's Hubie Brooks as the batting average leader. Babbling Bronx, Hubie Brooks was a good hitter. Bill Buckner playing for oh. the Cubs. Billy Buck. Billy Here's Buck. Here's Tom Seaver in action. This counts as being an action. That's an action. You can see the ball is leaving his hand. That's an action. He is, he is actually in action in yes, that card. Very much. Can you? This will be an easy one. Can you tell me the Phillies batting and pitching leaders from 1981? And this is batting average. Batting average and ERA. Well, ERA has got to be Steve Carlton, right? Correct. All right. And I don't think Mike Schmidt had the best batting average on that team, but I'll say Mike Schmidt. Nope. It was Pete Rose. Oh, Pete Rose. That's right. Pete. Pete was back. Look at Mickey Rivers. Look how delightful Mickey Rivers looks in this every, card. Every Mickey Rivers card is classic. Just so happy. Lloyd Mosby is a great old Blue Jay name. Lloyd Mosby was a good player. They used to have a, yeah. that outfield of Lloyd Mosby and Jesse Barfield. George Bell, Jesse Barfield. Bell. They were very uh, – that was the best outfield in baseball for a while. Yeah, that was the best outfield in baseball. Ooh, back-to-back -back in actions. Ron Say, the Penguin. Yeah, and that's an action. He's moving. And Tony Perez, also in action, his helmet is fly. He's racing out of the batter's box, and his helmet is flying off his head. Look at that. Very much in action. Very much in action. Jim Sunberg, good catcher name. Jim Sunberg, good, good catcher, by the way. And yeah. good guy. Good guy, Jim Sunberg. There's no way you'll ever be able to tell me the Detroit Tigers batting average and ERA leaders from 1981. 1981? Detroit Tigers? In Here's the funny thing. It was Jack Morris. Dan Petrie. Oh, you got it. Dan Petrie's the ERA leader. <laughs> and then your batting average leader in 81. If you get this, if you get this I will donate $10,000 to the GoFundMe. <laughs> I'm never, I'm never going to get this. Uh, I'm going to say it was – see, I'm not going to get it So because I'm going to say Chet Lemon. Steve Kemp. Oh, Steve Kemp. Wow. You just, you just denied the Eleanor and Lou Gehrig? $10,000. We're not knowing about Steve Kemp. Here's Len Barker. Perfect. Was this the year he pitched a perfect game? Or is 81? The year before 81. Game, right? yeah. 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 Yeah, there you go. On the back, Len pitched a perfect game versus Blue Jays. 5-15-81. There you yep. go. Yep. Oh, Hall of Famer Joe Morgan coming oh, up right behind him. Great player. 
George Foster. And one of your all-time favorites. There's another. You're just getting big red machine guys now. Big red. All the all the big red machine. Yeah. George Foster, Joe Morgan. Yeah, Pete, Pete earlier. Pete Rose. Yeah. yeah. All right. What do you got? That's a good group. All right. I am going to open one pack. One more pack of this uh, Bowman. I might open one more before we're done. All right. We got Pete Alonzo. It's a lovely card. Right, then, so you're going back to the Bowman. I'm just going to do it just to see if we can get a specialty card to give away. Okay. Uh, I've got Harry Ford. Who Who is Harry Ford? Harry Ford is a minor leaguer. Um, tell me if you agree with this writing. Harry Ford is a catching prospect for the Mariners, by the way. Harry is almost too good an athlete to stick at catcher. Huh. Can you be almost too good an athlete to stick at catcher? Apparently. Wow. Harry 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 Ford or Henry Ford? Harry Ford. He Harry ran Ford. the sixty yard dash in a blistering six point four two seconds. One of the top speeds in his class. Okay. All right. His throwing arm is another plus tool. So what team what team is he a prospect Mar- for? Mariners. He's a Mariners, Mariners okay. catcher prospect. Another Colton Kowser. How many Colton Kowser cards can you get? That's a regular Colton Kowser card. Then I've got a rookie's Josh Low card. Okay. Little Josh, or is it is it Lau? Which which one is Low? Which L O W? It's Brandon Lau. Brandon Lau, right? but I think it's Josh. Josh Low, Low I, I think. Yeah. And then a Javi Bias card. So I got to say, like these cards are beautiful, but so far we have not pulled. We haven't a, gotten the like special one that will be a desired raffle prize winner. Right. Right. We'll keep trying, but I, but All in right. the meantime, I'm going to open up a 2022 archives baseball set i'm i'm so excited about this because you got all right, and i'll open an 81 card set and we'll just go through our favorite guys in each one yes even even got like the old-fashioned wrapper old-fashioned you know, wrapper that's nice which is which is delightful all right oh jim bibby all-star look at that oh jim bibby yes with the great hat with the hat great hat Love that's the hat. that's the pirate's hat that, that they should go back to yep Padres future stars George Stabling, Craig Stemak, and Tom Tellman. Oh did yeah, pan out. Oh no, Tom Tellman did not. All <laughs> right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna show you the card and then you tell me what year this is. So this is an Ozzy okay. Albie's card. That's sixty three, right? That's sixty three. Yeah, yeah, with that little circle on the right. Yeah, Ozzy Albie's card. A another sixty three, sixty three Kevin Smith card. Cool, which is very cool. Then. Oh, the 78s. By the way, 78 cards were beautiful. Oh, they're so good. The, oh, the little, so the little cursive team name in the lower left. <laughs> so a 78 Tyler Stevenson. All right, here we go. You, I mean, if you don't want this card, I don't know what's wrong with you. A 78 Mike Trout. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. A 1978 Mike Trout. That's got to be of some value, no? That rules, yeah. That's a great card. I love it. All right. I got Chris Sale. Looks like 63. A little Chris 63. It's also, That's a nice card. Oh, that it's, looks it's, a little it silvery. Looks it looks a little shimmery. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a chrome chrome card here. So If he ever pitches another inning, that might be valuable. <laughs> Here's rookie of the year, Joe Charbonneau, by the way. Super Joe Charbonneau. Oh, I miss him. Yeah. I miss him. All right. Then the rest of my cards are all 87s. An 87 Greg Diekman. An 87, Akil Badu, and an 87, Pete Ooh, Akil Badu, remember? He got after that huge start last year, remember? Yes, yes. There's a 87, Akil Badu. Uh, yeah, he, you know, he, he did all right. He, he, 
showed a little something in his in his rookie year. All right, I'm gonna open up one more pack of these. Those archives cards make me long for the uh, those tops archives rookies basketball cards that we opened <laughs> with Tom Haverstraw. Oh, those so, are so fun! You opening so up? Gonna open, I'm gonna open a pack of them because they have the same thing where they have the old baseball card designs for all of the guys the tops didn't have the chance to make cards for. Which is so great. So here we go. Here's now. You, now you've said those cards are not really worth very much, but. You pull a Michael Jordan, that's got to be worth something, no? I've gotten a couple, 84, the 84 design, baseball card design Michael Jordans, I have pulled a couple of them, and they're super cool looking. They're awesome. So here's here's like Sean Kemp, this is the, what, the 89 design for, or 90, oh, sorry, yep. is that the 89, I think? That's the 89 right Sean, there. Yeah, yeah, for Sean nice. Kemp. All right, so I'm going to match up with you, So you and I got a 63 Eloy Jimenez. Oh, so, that's cool. That's a cool looking card. All right. Next. Here's, a, here's a 1987 design Kenny Kenny the Jet Smith. Oh, that's nice. That's a nice yeah, card. It's cool. That's a, that's a king, right? Yeah. I got another 63 uh, Reed Dietmers. Little 63 Reed Dietmers. Nice. That's a good card. Detmers. Here's Detmers. a 1983 design card for Derek Harper. I 83. Love- I love the great. 83s. Do not sleep on the 83s. They really were on a roll. 82, 82, 83s are 80. Like 80s are cool. 81s are okay, but 82, 83 are great. 84 got a little blocky because it's the square. A little Their blocky, but they was were replaced by the square. Right, but they were just trying to sort of feed off of the 83s, which I think were a huge success. Yeah. Um, we got a 63 Shane Boz card right there. Love it. Oh, here's a beauty. A 1978 Randy Johnson. Oh, that man. card is awesome. That's awesome. cool. So here's a here's an 80. What is this? This is 88 David Robinson. Yep. Wait, is yep. that 88? I guess is that, that is. Oh, uh, is it? I can't remember I'm now. I'm not sure. That's 88. Okay. They also this is like an 81 Danny Ainge. They didn't really do the design. I don't no, know why they didn't. Do... Maybe they didn't want because they didn't have anything. Because 81 is the baseball helmet. Right. Well, oh, they right. They didn't have anything to really match it up with. So Good I guess call. the 78s must be all-time greats because there's a 78 Brooks Robinson. But here's the thing. Brooks Robinson had a 78 card. Right. So so I, that's not what his 78 card looks so like. So it's just a reprint. It's just a reprint. It's, it's a like reprint. A, a, a new edition reprint of that of that yes. card, yeah. And then we got 87s, Joe Ryan, Ryan Mountcastle, and Patrick Wisdom. Are so, the Orioles going to be good this year? Is it possible that the Orioles maybe, are going to be good? They're not. Yes, maybe. Oh, by the way, in every box, you get a giant card. I got a giant Fernando Tatis greetings from San Diego card. Fantastic. There, so, which is which is wonderful in and of itself. All right, I'm opening up one more of the archives because they're so super fun. Me too. So here's an 85 Knicks, or sorry, 85 Lakers AC Green. Look at that. Oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, here's this is the best one. I pulled one of these the other day. It's an 87 type Muggsy Bogues. Oh, 87 Muggsy Bogues. Look at that. Oh, Look that's that so guy. great. That's I, so- I brought, I, I, someone said this to me, I think, on the mothership the other day because I, oh, I pulled this card. Look at this Muggsy Bogues card. He's, he comes up to the waist of the Bulls player. Oh, yeah. Guarding. Absolutely. It's, to the waist. Is that crazy? And someone, uh, I think maybe Mike Ryan said, pound for, is he pound for pound the greatest athlete who's ever played in the NBA? Oh, he's got to be. It's got to be, right? He's 5'5". Five, 5'5". Five. Five, five, he five, had like, five, three. Five, three, a legitimate long career in the NBA. All-American at Wake Forest. Here's uh, 
James Worthy, number one draft choice. Look at oh, that. that's nice. Pretty cool. That's nice. Here's uh, what else? Tim Hardaway. This is the eighty-eight Tim Hart. Or eight, is that eighty-eight or eighty-nine? I can never remember now. I think that's eighty-nine. Eighty-eight. I think. I think that's eighty-nine. Oh no! Yeah. Wait. Yeah, that's eighty-nine. That's yeah. not eighty-eight. Yeah. All right. I've got an eight, a sixty-three Chaz McCormick and a sixty-three Christian Yelich. Fantastic. Uh, I've got seventy-eights. I've got a seventy-eight Gavin Sheets, which looks he. Like he could have played in '78. Like that, yeah. looks, he looks like he fits in '78. He's got and a 1978 also, demeanor about him. <laughs> and also a 1978 Isaiah Kiner Falefa card. Where is he nice. going to end up this year? He's not playing for the Yankees, is he? Uh, uh, I mean, they. Uh, I don't know. I, they must be trying to trade him, right? I like, would think. I would think they're trying to get rid of him. And then I've got this card. It looks like it's a major league debut. Fernando Tatis Jr. card. I don't know. Is that is there? That's something pretty good. There? Must yeah. be good, right? It's from the register. That's got to be something, right? And then we got eighty sevens. Oh, an eighty seven Mariano Rivera. Whoa! Look at that. Look at that. Very nice. If you're a Rivera fan, oh, here you go. I'll tell you what. I'll even make it a package. Eighty seven Mariano Rivera. Eighty seven Whitey Ford. Ooh. How about that? A little Yankee like, greats a then and Yankee now. Yankee greats. There we go. That's it. Look at this 1982 design Terry Cummings. Just that's <laughs> this the 82 design, it just works every time. It doesn't matter what it sport. It doesn't matter what sport it is. No, Anything? 82 is the best. It's the best. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we agree on that. It's important that we agree on that. No, that's important. Although I gotta say, I remember after the 82s, when they went to 83, it felt like a spaceship like launching. Yeah, because the 83s with the photo on the front and everything else, the 83s were like the inset wow, photo. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. All right, I All right. Op- I'm open. Are we at, are we at what are we at one last meaningless thing? Should this be our one last meaningless thing? <laughs> well, I've got two you... more boxes of, of cards. I've got to open one pack. All right, so open one pack of those. I'll open more 82s, then you'll do one last meaningless thing by opening one pack of the last set, and I'll open something else. <laughs> All right, so I've got I'm opening the 19 the 2022 tops Chrome. 22 update series i don't even know what this is what this sounds means, good but they're beautiful cards i got a chris babbitt card look at that these are fancy these are they're really, really thick too right the really chrome ones thick, are like and it really, looks like yeah it looks like they're it's almost like 3d right there looks like they're popping out of the card uh uh i got rob ref snyder little red sock for you there nice uh then i've got oh this looks autographed Yep, I got an autographed Kyle Bradish. Finally. Ooh, look at that. That's beautiful. Autographed Kyle Bradish. If you are related to Kyle or or uh is Kyle Bradish gonna be he's on the Orioles. Is he gonna is he helpful? Is he useful? I don't know. Let's look him up. Kyle Bradish? Uh, that, that's pretty cool. That's cool that's to cool. get an autograph that's card. That's cool to get an autograph card, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. And then a Richie Palacios card. So that's... Kyle Bradish, uh, drafted by the Angels in the fourth round of the yep. 2018 draft. Okay. Last year, he was four and seven with the Orioles. Okay. Useful uh, at all? I mean, maybe. Look, the Orioles could was... be decent, right? They could get better. He was in the Dylan Bundy trade, I just learned. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> all right. Matt Brash. Then I got a Sean Manea. Oh, there's a cool card. It's a uh, Fernando Tatis generation card. Well, you got, if you're a believer in Fernando Tatis, we've got some cards for you. 
We could put together a little Fernando Tatis package. Package. And then we got a little Stephen Kwan. It was delightful. All right. So then I'm going to open the last box, which is the Heritage Baseball Cards. All right. Here's one. My, here's my one last meaningless thing. Ready? Okay. It's more 1982 Topps cards. <laughs> Bob Nepper for the Astros. Oh, Bobby Nepper. Delightful. Good pitcher. Bob Nepper was a good pitcher. Now, here. Okay, so How hard do you give Bob this... Nepper through, by the way? 91. No way. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no he was way. A, he could throw. He had a good fastball for a while, then uh, early in his career. Here are the two facts on the back of the '82 Topps Bob Nepper card. Okay, Hal Hal McRae set Royals record with 54 doubles in 1977. <laughs> 1977, and Carly Ostremski has drawn 174 intentional walks through the 1980 season. <laughs> those those are your Bob Nepper facts. Apparently, they got Here's, lazy. Burt be home by eleven. Yes, on looking, the on Cleveland. Strong. That's a Cleveland card. It's a Cleveland card. He's a uh, Hall of Famer now. Hall Burt of Famer. Eleven. Burt by eleven. Willie Hernandez uh, threw smoke. I, How hard do you think Willie Hernandez threw? Well, he threw hard, right? Didn't he throw like he added some sort of trick pitch? That's your nineteen eighty four MVP. Yeah. Is it weirder that Willie Hernandez won an MVP or that or Mark uh, Mosley? Mark Mosley won an MVP. It's they're they're the equivalent of each other, certainly. Here, so here, here we go. Finally, an all-star card. Look at Gary Carter all-star. Just look how beautiful that. Oh. Those the red stars and the blue stripes are just so they're evocative so, to they're me. So beautiful, so beautiful. Here's Louisiana Lightning, Ron Guidry in action. There you go. He threw hard. Mm-hmm. Kent Tacolby. Look how skinny Kent Tacolby is. Kent Tacolby. <laughs> what is he listed at? Six four one eighty. He yeah, looks he was more like no way. Six four. He looks like. Six four one fifty five. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. You want to talk good mustaches? Here we go. It's Phil Garner. That is a good mustache that, right there. That is a chance to be an all eighties mustache right there. That is a thick, <laughs> lustrous mustache. Way better than John Candelaria's mustache. Look at terrible, that. Terrible, terrible, all time terrible mustache for John yeah. Candelaria. And finally, in keeping with the big red machine theme, here's Davy Concepcion in action. In action, full swing. All right, I am opening my for my one last meeting. This thing, I am opening a pack of the Topps Heritage cards, high number 2022. And I just want to say that this could not be more delightful. Open it up. First thing, gigantic Amos Otis card. Oh, just a gigantic, in, the, in the 70. That's the 73. Uh, 73. These are all yeah. these are all 1973. All right, because it's 40 cards. years, right? They do yep. it every 40 years, right? But that Amos Otis card is so great. You will want this giant Amos Otis card. If you're a Royals fan, choose the giant Amos Otis Bill card. James, Bill when... James' favorite player. Maybe Bill will donate and, and, and go Ooh. for that. All right, I'm just going to go through them really quickly. we got Ryan Mountcastle, a little Matt Brash. Oh, we got an NL Cy Young Award winner for Corbin Burns. Look at that. That's a very nice card. Uh, Kevin Kiermeyer, Bryce Elder gets the lucky side card. Sure, horizontal always, layout. Always Love it. wanted the horizontal. Oh, we got you, Darvish, in the old Padres uh, uniform. Nice. You is great. Lucius Fox, Cooper Criswell. Oh, this is a great card. Andrew McCutcheon looking like he did not expect the camera to be on him. <laughs> he, he just looks completely shocked. How happy were we when Andrew McCutcheon went back to Pittsburgh? I was about to say. The best baseball story of the offseason is Kutch going back to the Pirates. Right? Absolutely. So great. So great. Couldn't be happier. That guy, they should retire his number. He should be in the Pirates Hall of Fame. He should be the guy who, like, if the Pirates make the playoffs five years from now, 
he comes back, he throws at the first pitch. Like absolutely, he's an all. That guy's an all-time pirate, man. All-time that guy pirate. deserves. All-time that pirate. guy should be around in and around if he wants to be. I assume he wants to be, but he should be in and around the Pirates organization for the rest of time. He should be getting standing ovations from pirate crowds for the Forever. rest of his life. MVP, awesome. Uh, Gabriel Arias, Alec Bohm. We've got the now and then card for Gilbert completing a no-hitter. Tyler oh. Gilbert uh, getting the no-no uh, in his first start in MLB. It was the oh, He threw the first no-hitter in his first start since Bobo Holloman of the St. Louis Browns in 1953. I remember that. Sure. Also on I was, this date. Uh, I was 23 years old. <laughs> I remember like it was yesterday. We remember we did a whole emergency podcast about we it. We did. We did a podcast about it. Yeah. Marcus Stroman. There he is again. Luke Jackson, Bailey Ober, and Scott Barlow. All right. So I'm going to I'm gonna cut it off, but I am going to pick one more. Uh, I have to do one more pack of the 22, 22 Bowman. I, I feels like I should. At some point, I'm going to get. They guarantee like two autograph cards in every box. So, oh, so you got one, right? No, I didn't get one in that in the Bowman. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to try the Bowman again because that seems to be the one that has the biggest possibility for a cool, expensive card. Oh, we got a very nice Jordan Alvarez card. That's very Ooh, nice. look Jordan. at that. There we go. Yep. Jacob Steinmetz for the Diamondbacks. Colson Montgomery. There are a lot of Colsons in, in these things. There's Josh Lowe again, and then Bo Bichette. Just Bo Bichette. Bo Bichette. Bo Bichette. But I'm, I'm a little disappointed we didn't get, like, one, like... Well, keep going, man. Just card. keep going. Just keep opening them. We're going to keep opening until we get one cool card. We wanted, we want an autograph card. That's what we want, we right? We want an autograph card. Some of these others... How many packs are in that box that you got sent? How many more uh, packs do you have? A lot, I think. Right? Oh. Yeah. Because there are only five cards in a pack. What is that Bobby Witt autographed card worth? Probably like that seems to be I a bet hot. It's a I lot, know. yeah. That's I, I mean I, that's that's one of the ones you would want. I would say. Yeah. All right, here right. we go. You want a guy who like just broke into the majors? Yep. All right, we got a Starling Marte, a Shailen Polanco. Oh, the Pirates. Mm -hmm. okay. Benny Montgomery. Oh, wait a minute. Sure. Here we go. We got our autograph. Who is it? It is. Pedro Pineda. I don't think I know who that is. I don't know who that is, but it just says on there, you have just received a top prospect autograph card of Pedro Pineda of the Oakland A's. All right, doing some research. All right. Keith Please Law hold. is Pedro is Pedro Pineda a prospect? Is this is there value here? Is there potential value? Pedro, Pedro Pineda is 19 years old. He's from the Dominican. Oh, okay. Uh no, 19 he's like 19 and a half, this guy. Wow. Uh, he looks like he he had a 806 OPS at in in rookie ball. Pretty okay. good. That's pretty good. At, at age 17, by the way, he played at uh, at the in Stockton in A ball last year. He had he uh, didn't hit well. He had a 639 OPS. Okay. Four home runs, 13 RBIs. But it looks like he's like a lottery lottery uh, card. This guy. Wow. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, if he becomes, who knows? He's a, so he's an outfielder. He's six one one eighty five. 
He's 19 years old. This We could be looking at the next uh, Monty Irvin, for all you know. This could be the next Monty Irvin, and then this card would be worth a fortune. So yeah. we'll, we'll, somebody will get this. Somebody will get this this Pedro Pineda. Uh, take a flyer on Pedro Pineda, man. Take a, take a flyer on Pedro Pineda. That's okay, here we go. Hold on a second. Pedro Pineda considered future top 100 prospect Ooh. is this article. It is easy to see why prognosticators would be so bullish on Pineda's future. The Dominican outfielder signed for a $2.5 million bonus, was Whoa. considered to have some of the best tools in the 2021 international prospect class. He made a solid impression in his first season, posting a combined 237, 368, 361 batting line on 117 appearances, drew 18 walks, hit seven extra base hits, stole six bases. Uh, his tools are intriguing, even if they need to be refined. Excellent bat speed, quick hands, allow him to hit the ball to all fields with authority. Ooh. A's can be patient as they move Pineda through the system, giving at least a full season to each level. However, it would not be a surprise if he's ready to take that next step in another year or two. Whoa! There Whoa! I mean, I'm sorry. Pedro Pineda, people. All right, Pedro so that's Pineda. awesome. So that's awesome. So that's a an autographed rookie Pedro Pineda card, uh, which we'll, we'll give away as, as, uh, as a prize. So we'll figure out all of the prizes next week. We would love, we are hoping to have Sarah Langs join us uh, for for that one, uh, we'll see how it goes. But in the meantime, what do you think? Did, did, did we do all we need? I think to we've do? done. Some, I think we've done some good work here today. We really <laughs> covered a lot of ground. Uh, also, by the way, thank you to everybody who has donated already oh at the my GoFundMe. Gosh, yes, sixty thousand and counting. This is really wonderful. Um, thank you. It's uh, a really heartwarming thing. We will next time uh, with, with or without Sarah Langs. Hopefully, she can uh, join us schedule permitting but with or without her we will lay out all of the prizes that we're going to give away yes and and all in the way that everything will work there are like it's the th literally into the thousands of people who have now donated it <laughs> right. and uh That's signed right. up so it's going to take us a while be patient but we will lay out for everybody what each of the prizes is and how it's going to work and That's right. uh, are we going to hopefully... actually draw winners next week are we going to try to draw winners i think that was the plan was to open yes. up some 2006 upper deck cards with uh with Sarah, because that's her favorite season, and then also draw prizes and and announce winners and stuff. So I think that's right. Look for that next week. Uh, but in the meantime, thank you for everybody who's uh, who's donated and made this such a success. So great! And if you want to donate, you want to join in. You have until Friday. I don't know when this is coming out, but you'll have until Friday, uh, February third. So to donate, go to GoFundMe.com/slash/podcast. If you want to join uh, the lottery for one of the 12,000 prizes we're giving away, uh, send us a, an email at podcastraffle at gmail.com. But be sure to put in whether or not you want to be included in the Derek Jeter raffle. If you do not, please notify that. But if you do, yeah. if you do not, and you don't tell us, you, you have might to, win. You, you have to take the Jeter. You have to take it, and then you'll have to do your own fundraiser <laughs> to get rid of it and give it to someone else. It's exactly, it's exactly right. So, so very exciting. We'll meet you, see you again next week. Mike, as always, thank you. Thanks for having me.
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.